Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hello, America, and happy Thursday. Some really important breaking news in the last 12 hours. Both of them stories I got a chance to write or be part of writing. Both of them, I think, have a significant impact. This morning, around 9.30, just the news reported for the first time, and now The Hill, Fox News, lots of other people reporting this, that the Hunter Biden or the Biden family corruption scandal and the associated probe in Congress has shifted to the National Archives. Why? Because they have discovered, James Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, has discovered a stash of private emails between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And one of those emails specifically involves Joe Biden using a private email address for something that was a public event, a conversation with the Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko in the spring of 2016, And for some reason, this is a foreign leader phone call. Hunter Biden, who just happened to have business dealings in Ukraine with the Burisma Holding Company, he CC'd on the email coordinating for Joe Biden to have a phone call with Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko. There are lots of redacted materials on this. So it turns out that James Comer wants to see the unredacted versions for every communication that Joe Biden used either on a private email account or on a government email account in the Obama-Biden archives. Every email that went to Hunter Biden or back, Devin Archer and Eric Schwerin, two of his business partners, and the president. Of course, at the time, he was the vice president. We've posted the letter. We've posted the email. I want you to read this email to you just quickly. This is on around April 26, 2016, so the last year of the Biden-Obama presidency. Boss, 8.45 a.m. prep call for 9 a.m. phone call with President Poroshenko. Then we're off to Rhode Island for infrastructure event. And then Wilmington for University of Delaware commencement. Nate will have your draft remarks delivered later tonight or with your press clips in the morning. Why is Hunter Biden on that email? And why are they using a private email account for Joe Biden? Two very good questions that James Comer and the House Oversight Committee are asking. That's the first big story. And it is a big one. And then last night, we had a chance to interview Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. She's a member of the House Ways and Means Committee, the powerful tax writing committee in Congress. And she divulged to us, and this is a big deal, 
that the House Ways and Means, the powerful committee that gave us the IRS whistleblowers, remember them earlier this summer, Chairman Jason Smith? Well, it has now opened an inquiry into whether liberal activists are misusing tax-exempt nonprofits to get out Democratic vote in the battleground states and whether those nonprofits and this o- these operations are improperly using foreign money in elections. We've got a memo, exclusive memo that we obtained from the Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith. It states explicitly, the committee has learned that a super political action committee recommended donations to 501c3, those are nonprofit tax exempt organizations, as the single most effective tactic for ensuring Democratic victories and that large donations from a wealthy donor to state election offices in 2020 may have been done in a manner that helps one political party over the other. Well, that that would violate the tax laws, according to this memo. Chairman Jason Smith on the case, Claudia Tenney on the case as a member, and also one of the great investigative minds in Congress. We're very lucky today because we're going to kick off the show with our interview last night with Claudia Tenney, a congresswoman from New York. She has a lot to say about this and so much more. The Trump indictments, the weaponization of government, the censorship, and of course, the concern that Democrats might be improperly using foreign and nonprofit tax-exempt monies to enrich their coffers for political gain or for political success. In other words, using nonprofit money to just help the Democrats and not the other side. That is a very big and important issue, and uh, we're going to kick the show off with that. Now, we got a great lineup beyond that as well. In the second block, we're lucky enough to be joined by Carrie Lake former gubernatorial candidate. She's got a lot to say about election integrity, what's going on in Arizona, what's going on in Washington. She's warning that the inability for Americans to question their elections is at risk if these prosecutions and all around the country are allowed to stick. And then we'll finish up today because we normally have AMAC Wednesday, but I couldn't get to in touch with Bobby Charles. It's my fault. Bobby Charles and I didn't connect yesterday because of some reporting I got for a big story next week. So we did it last night, and Bobby Charles is going to join us in the third block for AMAC this week, Thursday's Association for Mature American Citizens. Of course, if you want to join AMAC and all the incredible opportunities it brings, discounts and special products and services and great political intelligence and an opportunity to do good civics duty with AMAC action, contacting your legislatures, being an election observer, go join the Association for Mature American Citizens at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. You're going to get a discount on your five-year membership. Go get the five-year membership match me. It's the cost of a dinner. You're going to give a gift for five years. It's really great. If you already have have one, you want to buy one for a friend, go do a gift. But our good friends are doing amazing work at AMAC, and Bobby Charles is in the driver's seat doing that. He's the national spokesman, former assistant secretary of state, and before that, one of the great congressional investigators at all of modern congressional history. He's going to join us to talk about impeachments and prosecutions and all of the craziness going on in the nation's capital. So that's our show today. Claudia Teddy, Carrie Lake, Bobby Charles, back to back to back. And of course, an opportunity to join AMAC at amac.us, amac.us slash just news. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be back in a few seconds with Claudia Tenney, Congresswoman from New York, and that big blockbuster story about possible foreign money and tax exempt money going to help Democrats win elections. We'll have that right after this. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. He has fought for common sense election reform and for common sense election integrity for a long time. Joining us from the great state of New York right now, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. Congresswoman, great to have you on the show. Yeah, great to be on. Election integrity is my topic. That's for sure. After what I went through. And I am the founder of the Election Integrity Caucus, which I co-chair with Congressman Mike Garcia of California, who knows what it's like to go through uh, the vote harvesting that the Democrats engage in. Uh, on, a, on a regular basis to take elections away. It is uh, it is a big issue. And I think all of America is wa- waking up to some of the tactics that have been going on between our noses or under our noses. I want to ask about this. Um, there are strong hints in what Dana Nessel told us yesterday, her office told us, and what the police are telling us, that this was a national voter registration operation. That's why it had to be referred to the FBI. It would seem in three years that the FBI could figure out what crimes were committed. Do you have any confidence in the FBI's ability to investigate election crimes? Absolutely not. And they're not doing anything. And you can see just the way that they're uh, selectively prosecuting and looking at cases based on uh, political positions. Uh, That's exactly if you look at the Hunter Biden case, uh, that situation is obviously really corrupt and dealing with Merrick Garland. When you look at this election integrity issue, they should be all over what's going on in Georgia. Instead, what they're doing is going along with the weaponization of our system. And, and if you're President Trump or a Republican and you dare question elections, uh, you are now going to be held to a criminal standard, which is a trumped up fake standard. Uh, if this were the case, uh, Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams, Al Gore, a number of, of uh, people who complained about elections and said they were, che- they were cheated out of their elections, elections were stolen. Uh, would actually be facing criminal charges. But it's curious again, and I know a lot of people have read this, why are they all of a sudden going after Trump after two and a half years? 
with criminal charges from a local DA. These aren't federal charges is coming from a local DA. But there's also a question of whether she's actually conferring with Jack Smith. She didn't indicate yes or no that she was doing that right. in her press late night press conference the other night. So uh, I have no faith in the FBI on this issue. Uh, I have dealt with the FBI on a number of occasions and they, you know, they are unfortunately become so politically charged at the top levels. And I, and, and my, my, uh, I, I'm accepting a lot of people I know who are good, hardworking FBI agents who feel the same frustration with dealing with the top brass at the FBI and their real political stances on a lot of things. And that's undermining our entire system of justice. Yeah. Mm. Congresswoman, and there seems to be, I don't know if it's its a, a mentality problem or what it is, but you look at Democrat tactics leading up to the election integrity or uh, the 2020 election and the issues that existed even prior to the election, changing laws. And then you look at Republicans and their response after the fact. And so often, you know, Republicans say, well, you know, we have to stay within the confines of the law. We have to make sure we're not breaking any laws. Democrats don't care. They act first and they beg forgiveness later. And if they get pushback legally, fine, but they at least try it. And they they have this smash mouth mentality. And, and it's evidenced out with this new John Podesta organization. Well, the organization is not new, but a, a voter, uh, what was it, voter drive project or voter registration mm-hmm. project that is supposed to be neutral, but but they're really just, it, it's a Democrat voter drive. How do Republicans get, they're behind the eight ball right now. How do they even just get even? No, look, I, I, let me just off the top say, I, you're absolutely right, except for one thing. The Democrats never beg for forgiveness or try to get excuses. Yeah, yeah. They are diabolical and they are shameless. They don't apologize for this. They win by by process. They don't win by policy. And that's exactly what these are. They know that it doesn't matter really who, the candidate is in office, they're going to get uh, that person elected. And a good example is Joe Biden. Another example is John Fetterman out of Pennsylvania. Everyone's stunned. How could anyone vote for him? Because most of the people voting aren't even aware that they're casting a ballot. And that's the big issue. So what do the Democrats do? They funnel in money through these. uh, In in this case, uh, I think glad you raised John Podesta's organization. What's supposed to be using the IRS uh, structure for not for profits, for bringing even foreign money into these issues. And we're going to be investigating that as a member of the House Ways and Means Committee and the Oversight Subcommittee. We're going to look into whether they're abusing the IRS rules in order to get all kinds of money, whether it's foreign money, Sam Bankman-Fried's mother funneling money in there to target certain types of voters in certain demographics in swing states to make sure that they get those votes in. And remember, I call it vote trafficking. That's getting ballots from people who don't even realize or care whether they vote or not. Republicans have to recognize that we can't just go to our top voters and plead with them about how good our policies are. We actually have to not only win over voters and do what you should do in a campaign is to win on policy. We also have to get people to understand they need to vote and they need to we need to get those ballots in the box, because when a Democrat goes to the door, they get a ballot. When we go to the door, we say we sure hope you vote for our candidates. And here's our great persuasive argument. And that's just reality. We have got to get aggressive. And we also have to look at the next factor. The Democrats use the the legal system. They're doing what they call lawfare. That means suing, suing, suing what they're doing to President Trump, bringing lawsuits uh, that are uh, novel theories of things that are really not enforceable. What do they do with those? Number one, they tarnish President Trump or whoever they're going after. They smear them in the public. They make them uh, people not want to vote for them. 
And the other thing with what this really is, because many of them doing this knowingly and wittingly that they cannot get a prosecution out of some of these. And so to me, this is malicious prosecution and it's an abusive process. Those are legal mechanisms that they should be charged on and Republicans should be zeroed in on to go after Democrats, particularly this district attorney uh, down in Georgia, Alvin Bragg in New York, Jack Smith, who's obviously politically charged with what he's doing, all while they turn a blind eye to the obvious uh, criminal crimes that are being committed uh, via Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, bribery directly, uh, money laundering, uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden leveraging his position in order to enrich his family. You know, the, people don't talk as much about the, the text message on the famous laptop from hell that is now oh, all of a sudden been authenticated that the FBI tried to get social media to silence and that social media cut off uh, Twitter, now X, whatever, cut off. Uh, the New York Post, who, who uh, dropped this bombshell story of Miranda Devines. This is the kind of stuff that we are seeing the FBI engaging. And this is what's so scary to Americans. There are problems with elections. And to be honest with you, a lot of election boards do a good job of covering uh, for the mistakes. I don't mean covering up like they'll they'll find out that somebody was given an absentee ballot. They shouldn't have or somebody's absentee ballot shouldn't have been done. And they uh, they can correct most of it. But when you see this this type of uh, uh, mis mishandling of ballots or this type of vote harvesting that's occurring, like in Muskegon, uh, and, and that we saw, this is where we need to zero in and find out under the Election Integrity Caucus and expose it. We've had numerous forums. We've had AGs. Uh, we've had uh, secretaries of state come in and explain to us what they're doing to try to, to stop this from happening. But you can't get around some of these vote harvesting and vote registration schemes. And that's what we're going to zero in on in the Oversight Committee in Ways and Means. Yeah, that's a very big move and, and something I think long overdue. Got about a minute left, Iran, that we know that they hacked into a voter database in 2022, Iranian nationals charged in New York. Now we're going to give them $6 billion to return some of our hostages. I don't think you feel good about that, do you? No. And they're trying to claim that this is going to some kind of humanitarian cause. Uh, we know uh, for sure, and even this is a bipartisan issue, that the Iranians use this money to sponsor terrorism around the world. They use it to uh, intimidate our, our allies in the Middle East. They intimidate our allies and try to create anti-American sentiment in South America, in Africa, and all of this under... Uh, with Chinese and Russian approval. We have got to stand up to the Iranians now and continuing to allow them to have, uh, you know, a hostage extortion business is going to hurt us in the long run. And they're not going to stop. Their own economic minister said, look, we'll take a thousand hostages. It's how we're going to bring our economy back. So they, they're not even hiding the fact that they're in the extortion business and we should not be engaging them. This is the same mistake we made under President Obama. And, uh, you know, he did the same things, they, you know, pallets of cash, and they haven't stopped. And they're not going to stop if we don't go back into having uh, maximum pressure and really putting the stress on them and enforcing our sanctions and stop talking about getting back into this flawed Iran deal and allowing them to enrich uranium, which they're going to use against our allies, which they don't even deny saying that either. So yeah. it's a complicated issue in Iran, but it's a very simple uh, issue when it comes to foreign affairs. No hostages, no extortionary businesses should we be engaged in as a country. All right, folks, and anywhere, Carrie Lake, always a fun and energetic interview. She's got a lot to say about the state of America, state of Arizona. We're going to have her right after these commercial messages. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. 
It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at TakeLean.com. That's TakeLean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at TakeLean.com. One more time, TakeLean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Carrie Lake is joining us right now. Uh, Carrie, great to have you on the show. Um, I just want to get your top-line assessment. You read this indictment. You see the criminalization of an election challenge now. Your top-line mm-hmm. thoughts about what's in this uh, court case. Well, every indictment makes us love him even more. I mean, if if we had a dollar for every witch hunt they've thrown at President Trump, we'd be able to gather enough money together to bribe Joe Biden to actually do something for the American people. (laughs) But uh, that's not how the system works. Actually, the system doesn't work at all. The system is corrupt. The federal government has been weaponized. The federal government we pay our taxes into has been weaponized against the people. And everybody better take notice, sit up and take notice, because our First Amendment rights are going down the tubes right now. President Trump can't speak out and can't talk about corruption. If we, the people, can't talk about corruption in our own government, if we can't point out fraud where there's fraud and ask questions about the election systems in this great nation, this once great nation, then we're doomed as a country. And if they can go after him for RICO and all these other people, they'll be coming after me pretty soon because I'm calling out the fraud in the 22 election here in Arizona. And this should tell the people something. Why is it that we can't talk about our elections? 
We've seen it with our own eyes. We've seen it as they roll out ballots, trays of ballots and count them with nobody present. We've seen it as they break into these tabulator machines and change things up. We watched as 60 percent of the polling locations in Arizona in August uh, in Republican areas were non-functioning and had machines that didn't work. And they want us to sit down, take it and shut up. But that's not going to happen. They're going to have to lock each and every one of us up to stop us. Yeah. yeah. And, and Carrie, you know, you were at the Iowa State Fair over the weekend. President Trump received amazing reception there. I think that a lot of folks there were supporting him. But with respect to to 2024, I know you have been uh, really part. I mean, you've been leading the train as far as getting on the ballot harvesting, even ballot chasing, as you've said, on that train. I feel like as far as these indictments, what is actually going to remedy this would be President Trump winning. I don't know if there's any other way. Is the best way that that's achieved through ballot chasing? Well, I think they're so worried about President Trump winning. They they had to do all kinds of uh, fraudulent behavior in 2020, and uh, they've been caught. They know that they can't pull that same move again in 24. They know that President Trump is incredibly popular with the people, and they know they can't steal another election from him. And they're they're trying to keep him off the ballot to start with. And so I think that's what this is an attempt to do. But I believe people are going to still want to show up at the polls on election day. Some people might be interested in mailing in ballots. I don't know how people will vote, but they will vote and they will vote for President Trump. And that's why we're seeing this intense attack on President Trump. Federal indictments, state indictments, more are probably coming at him to stop him from even being on the ballot. Listen, if Joe Biden really won 81 million votes, do you think they'd be doing this to President Trump? The people are on to what's happening and they're going to show up in the biggest numbers in history to vote for President Trump because they know that he's fighting for we the people. Uh, Carrie, it's amazing after all the things that have happened in uh, Arizona. And by the way, Arizona election problems go back a decade. There's every election. There are serious problems, particularly in Maricopa County, a brand new one. Uh, there's a proposed new elections manual. Republicans are crying foul over it already. Bring us up to speed on what you think election officials are trying to do and why this new manual is so controversial. Well, I always think it's controversial when they want to keep the public out, when they don't want people to see what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm a bit jaded on this because they didn't even follow in the last election, the last manual. They just kind of ignored the manual in many ways. Yeah, and smart. I'm highly suspect of our um, the man who is sitting in the secretary of state's office. Um, that was a fraudulent election. And I believe he is a fraudulent secretary of state. And, um, you know, he's a former cartel lawyer. He's a former cartel lawyer sitting in the secretary of state's office uh, writing the manual for how we will be running elections going forward. We are in really unprecedented times right now. And I hope that we can pull things together and get through this next election and, and get it right so that the people actually have a voice. I don't like any process that's done without full transparency where the public doesn't have input. And um, this one appears to be full and full of, of secrecy. And I don't think the people who are running the process are very honest people. There is only one podcast out there that I listen to every day, and it's John Solomon Reports. There's a shameless plug for my for my partner. There. I thought you were going to say um, Joe but Rogan. It, uh, but I was going to say another They're big one out They're both good podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. They are. They are. I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. But Joe Rogan 
You know, Carrie, he, he has been someone who has been very dubious for a long time about uh, anything untoward taking place in 2020 and now even 2022. And I think it was 2022 that actually convinced him, your case in particular, because recently on a yeah. podcast he was having a conversation and, and he said, I don't think that election fraud is zero. And he talked about how compelling your case is. What, what does it feel like to finally get vindication from someone like Joe Rogan, who has such immense reach? Well, I was really happy that he brought that up. He has, I think, over 11 million um, listeners every day. And, you know, it's hard to not look at what happened in 22 and see it. It was right before our eyes. They didn't even try to hide it. You know, in 2020, they stole the election. They rigged the election in many ways. Much of it was done while we were both literally and figuratively sleeping. It was done much of it at 3 a.m. when they stopped the counting and then changed things up very quickly. And we were still sleeping as a population as to just how bad the fraud was in the system. A lot of people have woken up since then, and they um, they did a different way of cheating in 22 here in Arizona by literally sabotaging Election Day. And I know that um, other uh, many of his other guests have mentioned it. And I think Joe Rogan is finally waking up to the reality that is right there in front of our eyes, that our election systems are not honest. The people don't have faith in it. Eighty plus percent of Republicans don't have faith in our elections. They think that there's fraud in our elections. Sixty one percent of independents and more than 30 percent of Democrats don't believe our elections are honest. This is a problem. This is not a Republican problem, a Democrat problem. This is an America problem. Our founding fathers fought and died for our country to create this country so that we would choose our representation. And right now we're having selections and not elections and we can't survive as a country. And this is why I continue to fight and I will continue to do so. I'm being sued for speaking out about the elections. Government official is suing me. An elected official, a politician is suing me for pointing out the fraud and the um, sabotage of our elections. And so we're in a very dangerous place when we don't have our freedom of speech. And there's a topic we can't talk about. And that topic is elections. And I'm going to do whatever I can to continue speaking out about it because we all know what's going on and it's not right. And if we don't do something about it at this moment, we will not have a country. Our children won't have a country and our grandchildren won't. And I'll tell you what, these these prosecutors in Atlanta and other parts of the of country in Fulton County should be ashamed of themselves. Violent crime is out of control and they're going after an innocent man and not going after violent criminals. They should be ashamed of themselves. One more good one to go. One of my favorites. I watched him in Congress. I watched him in the State Department. Now I watch him inside the halls of power at AMAC, the Association for Mature American Citizens. My good friend, Bobby Charles, next, right after these messages. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back, everyone. Our next guest happens to be the proud sponsor of this segment. He's one of the most brilliant minds to have led the State Department's Assistant Secretary's Office as well as one of the great congressional investigators of our generation. Today, he's a national spokesman for AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. And he is our good friend, Bobby Charles. He joins us right now. Bobby, great to have you back on the show. John, it's always a privilege. It is an honor to have you on. These are extraordinarily uh, uh, rare moments in American history. Uh, a presidential candidate charged four times by the opposition party's lawfare machinery, five civil suits as well, all coming due in the middle of the 2024 campaign. How concerned should Americans be that this isn't a justice system, but a political warfare system? Yeah, so I mean, as starters, John, just opening this conversation, the United States of America has never seen this kind of thing before. Um, there were elections in the past, 1786, a couple of others uh, that were very that were very close, uh, but there there was never a situation. Uh, um, I'm sorry, 1876. There was never a situation that was this horrific in the sense that one party interfered in the uh, prospects of another candidate, uh, the opposing candidate, trying to. Uh, just wage a, a normal political campaign by putting, trying to put them in prison. I mean, this is what Mr. Putin just did with his uh, yeah. arch rival. He put him in prison. So, you know, these four indictments, we could unpack them, but I'll just quickly speak them backwards so that people see how I think of them as sort of like a, a Potemkin village, sort of a cardboard, uh, some sort of a cardboard effort to try to stop Donald Trump from becoming president. And, uh, uh, you know, number one, this Georgia one, uh, 19 defendants. I was a clerk on the U.S. Court of Appeals, Ninth Circuit. Let me just tell you, there's there's an error in judgment when you bring 19 defendants to trial in one case at one time. They're all going to have their own attorneys. Uh, they're all going to have their own defenses. You're going to have motion practice that's going to last for months. Uh, this is clearly an effort to obstruct a campaign, because why else would you bring some of the best legal minds in the country, all of whom have First Amendment rights, uh, to trial for exercising those rights, uh, in particular, to trial for exercising those rights in order to question the outcome of an election that had elements of irregularity in all 50 states, but also very clearly in six of the states uh, in which it is alleged that Donald Trump uh, did not have a sincere belief that there were irregularities that might have thrown the election, but was in fact trying to defraud uh, the country. I, I just think it's a it, it it's going to create motion practice that's going to be unending. Even at trial, you're going to have venue transfers. They're going to take it to the federal level. Some right. of the uh, cases will be dismissed. Maybe maybe all of them will be dismissed. I think. The other three big cases that Donald Trump confronts on the criminal side almost certainly will also end up with either interlocutory appeals or, or direct sequential appeals to the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, we're talking about constitutional issues, and it does not look like harmless error when you try to shut down political speech uh, in this country because 
you try to allege that the that that a criminal act in in terms of the uh, two federal indictments, you try to allege uh, under one of those indictments that the that the political speech created a, an outcome of crime. Well, I mean, how many political speeches were given by Democrats in 2020, and how many crimes were committed in 200 cities? If you if you're going to shut down this president on one speech. Uh, and shut down his First Amendment rights. Well, you're shutting down First Amendment rights for all politicians for all time. I don't think that's going to hold water. Uh, and I don't think that the federal documents case holds water either, because you have what looks like a very uh, colorable claim to a Fourth Amendment violation. The uh, We've never been able to see the details of the warrant. It would have to say exactly what room you were going to for exactly what item, for yeah. exactly what crime, and you'd have to go find that. Otherwise, you have a general warrant. And uh, since the uh, founding of this country, a general warrant is illegal under the Fourth Amendment. And what's the remedy for that? You, you have the exclusionary rule. You throw out all the evidence. So, uh, you know, I don't see either of those holding up. And I look at this guy, Jack Smith, who's bringing those two cases at the federal level. And he was in front of the Supreme Court himself. And he was reversed nine to nothing, nine to nothing for political overreach. He intended to essentially grind a political axe by prosecuting and ultimately persecuting uh, former Governor uh, McDonald from Virginia. And they slapped him down hard. Uh, so, you know, I, I will tell you, in the Bragg case in New York, the only other one, I mean, that is transparently political. The guy ran on a platform of trying to find something that he could prosecute the president, the ex-president for. So, you know, I'm going to tell you something. These are cardboard indictments. These are things that you would find in third world countries. These are the kinds of things that as an assistant secretary of state, I went around the world saying, you have to keep these two baskets of goods separate. Over here, you have the fair administration of justice. And over here, you have politics. Do not allow them to come together. And here I come back to the United States of America my home and I find what is it happening? We've perverted the justice system in such a way that people can actually be brought to court uh, after, you know, we always said you could indict a ham sandwich. Well, they've indicted four ham sandwiches. They've, they've basically gone before four grand juries and said, hey, just sign on the dotted line. This is what we're going to this is what we're going to go after. And in the end, um, I don't think any of these indictments holds up, quite frankly. Well, and, and, yeah. and I feel like that's probably the goal anyway. It doesn't matter. As long as they can get a conviction before next November, before the election, they don't really care if it's overturned on appeal, do they? I guess, you know, Amanda, it's a very interesting question. I, I would argue that there is some sort of dark money activism behind these four uh, you know, sets of indictments. I, it just seems to me too, it's not coincidental that all this is happening at one time. Obviously, it's to drain time and money away from Donald Trump, who is the leading candidate uh, who would sit opposite Joe Biden on the ballot. So uh, that those two things seem transparent to me. I don't know. You know, they set a March 24 trial date for this uh, for this uh, Georgia case. There's no way that trial date holds. Yeah. I, I just don't see it. I, uh, mm -hmm. And then, you know, what happens? I, I just throw out this hypothetical. What happens if there's interlocutory appeals up to the Supreme Court? The Supreme Court says, no, these are facially um, unsupportable. Uh, you, they're <laughs> going to be dismissed uh, because they, they, they violate First Amendment rights or they violate Fourth Amendment rights. This is not harmless error. So uh, or they are they, they penetrate the old case Baker v. Carr, which says that, no, we're going to stay out of politics. And they say, no, these are arch political cases. They do not belong in a court of law. I mean, at the end of the day, there are so many uncertainties associated with this. 
And I guess I would tell you that I believe there is a recklessness associated with bringing these cases. There is no way that in the grand scheme of things, these fit into the great arc of American history as some sort of natural turn of the justice system. It's an abuse of justice. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So grateful you can join us. I can't wait to see what happens over the next couple of days. Tomorrow, we got a really great show. Rob Collins, who started a credit card company for conservatives, so they can't be canceled in the financial marketplace. He's going to join us. He has a company called Coin. Scott James, a Republican running in one of the most important and closely watched races in the House in Colorado, House District 8. He'll be with us. And Tim Stewart will be talking all things energy and a reminder. Remarkable flip-flop by Joe Biden, who now admits the Inflation Reduction Act actually wasn't an Inflation Reduction Act. (laughs) We told you that months ago. In fact, Tim Stewart told you that months ago. We're going to have that tomorrow. So that's a great show. And of course, today, if you want to join AMAC, go to amac.us, amac.us slash Just News. You're going to get a discount. Go do the five-year membership like I did. It is a bargain. You're going to pay for it in a few short days with the discounts you get from the card. And then everything else is an incredible bonus. The political intelligence, the news, the monthly magazine, the great products and services that they offer that you can't get anywhere else. amac.us slash Just News. They support us. Go support them. All right. That wraps up the Thursday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Thank you for listening. God bless you. God bless this extraordinary country. We'll be back tomorrow with regular programming. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events. And you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. Thank you.